What's up, everybody? And welcome to another Marvin Berry podcast. As always, I'm your host boy, Chris the Boy Borger. Uh, for today's episode, which you're about to hear, uh, we have a guest prank caller, my great sister Paige Borger, an alumni of Rapid Fire Theater, uh, who plays a wonderful CRA representative in this uh, upcoming prank call, where we prank uh, one of my good pals who hasn't made the best choices uh, with his taxes, maybe. We had a little bit of inside information, and uh, my sister used this to uh, make this person think that they were going to be in a lot of trouble. Now, they reveal a few uh, personal details here, so we have actually uh, tone-shifted their voice, so you won't be able to recognize their voice. We've bleeped out their name when it comes up, uh, but nonetheless, it's, I think, very hilarious. I think my sister did a fantastic job on this prank call, uh, terrifying someone into thinking that the CRA was coming after them. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Check it out. Here we go. Uh, hi there, um, is this... Hi. Uh, hi, this is Polina Pache calling from the Identification and Compliance Department of the Canadian Revenue Agency. Do you have a few minutes to discuss some highlighted items from your file? Sure. Can you just confirm uh, before we start the spelling of your last name and your birthday? Sure. And my birthday is... Okay, uh, what year was that? Okay. Fabulous. Um, so the reason I'm calling today is in regards to a contradiction in your application for the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefits. Could you tell me what day approximately you applied for the CERB program? Um, I honestly can't, but I don't believe I did. You Okay, we have, we have here in your file, it was from March of 2019. That was not the case? I maybe I yeah, there's been a few times like I I might have tried once and then just gave up on it. Okay. Maybe I did it in passing, like I honestly can't remember. Do you remember what day in March? Uh, I don't have the exact day here. We just have O three two thousand nineteen. Um Yeah, it's caused our program to issue assistance checks that are backdated on your application. Um, So it says that you have an unclaimed balance of $12,000 currently on your account. Um, So we just need to e-transfer you that balance, or we can do a direct deposit. Do you have a preference? Um, Yeah, I guess uh, e-transfer would be good. Okay, just before we move forward, I just need to check a few things to make sure you have a good, clean tax history. Um, could you estimate the income claimed for the 2019 tax year for me? Oh, boy. Um, I just have a point because I haven't, I'm, I haven't done my taxes in a while. It's, it's, um, because I'm very bad at math and stuff. Um, which is probably why I'm also involved. Um, yeah, I don't... Is there a few things that you look over to make sure that it's okay? Yeah, I'm so I'm very leery. <laughs> Sorry, could you just define, um, so you have not filed your tax return yet for this year. Um, what was your income t- claimed from your 2019 tax? Do you have 2018 or 2019 information available? Uh, I do not. Uh, 
When was the last year that you filed your income income tax claim? I believe it was 2015 or 2017. Okay, so you have not filed your tax return in the past three years, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, sorry, this is not um, what this call was originally for. Usually when we contact people for these, um, there's no other issues on the file. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm going to have to flag your account to be audited. Um, normally, this is a step we do in person where we'd have you come down to our offices. But unfortunately, with COVID-19, that's not possible right now. Um, so we're just going to have to proceed over the phone. Do you consent to that? Uh, what exactly is entailed in what? Um, assuming your co- cooperation, um, you will have to backdated pay any income tax that you missed. In addition, we will have a penalty of between $15,000 and $19,000 and up to five years in federal prison. Oh, no. Yeah, but um, if you cooperate, you know, we can really minimize the damages of that. So I'm just going to move ahead. Um, um, is it because I, I have never made over the, like, uh, a lot of data, but I'm pretty much, like, I probably am not get like, a year. Yeah, uh, you know what, unfortunately, um, low income is not um, a reasonable excuse for failing to file your income taxes. That's really important data for the Government of Canada. Um, So those penalties do hold. Um, And because you have not claimed your taxes for, you said three years, if it's only three years, it shouldn't be too bad. Um, If it's exceeding five years, that's when we start to get into some tougher territory. Um, You're sure it's only been three years since you filed? Um, yeah, I wasn't filing, like, a large grouping of taxes a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's like, like, there's something about numbers that I really, I can't really be, like, spooked about doing it, which is bad. Um, You've, um, failed to file your taxes because you're not good with numbers. Is that just correct? <laughs> to the file uh, I just, like, I, it's, there's, like, a lot of reason like I was really bad with math and numbers so like numbers and things kind of like scared me and then I had like just kind of like cloudiness with it yeah so this was coming to me like I was on my like list of things to do uh, but I thought since I was always in like I never uh, made a ton of money and like I a few times worked for like the city, and I thought that was like clear, so I thought I could like catch up on it. Right. Hmm. Um. You know, we were really trying to get through these files as quickly as possible, um, because we do have a large backlog. If you'd like, I can send an agent to your residence right now. Um, and they can go over your files with you and determine the amount of money owed um, and the potential pen- penalties involved with that. Is that something you'd be interested in moving forward with? Uh, sure. What is it? I'm sorry about all this information. I'm just uh, very bad at this. What What would I need? Because I could potentially go away and like, use this like, try to get all my like, invoices and stuff together. Yeah, essentially, we would just need your record of employments, your social insurance information, um, pretty much all your files and papers that you have available. 
You probably have them okay. in a shoebox somewhere in a closet, would be my guess, just based on your answers up to this point. Yes, sorry again. Um, yes, I have some in the closet. Uh, I don't believe I have all my P4s. Um, is that, I guess, is there something else? I don't want to take up any more of your time because it seems like you guys are very backlogged with what's going on because it's a pandemic as well out there. Um, is there someone else I could get in touch with to talk to you about this that would be someone you can uh, kind of like pass me on to somebody else so you can continue doing the job that you were originally set up to do? Uh, sure. Let me just pull up. Hang on. I've got a few more questions for you just to close this file off and then we can um, discuss your options moving forward. Um, sure. Yeah. Next question. How does it feel to be the latest guest on the Marvin Berry podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> Did you have any idea? No, I had no idea. Oh, you handled yourself so beautifully. I felt so awful. Oh, I feel horrible. I, uh, yeah, and I also feel like now everyone knows I'm a sham. I'm not sure if you noticed I said my name was Paulina Pache, which is essentially just Polly Pocket. (laughs) No, honestly, you hit me in a hard spot because, oh boy, I don't remember if I am for that, but I could have. (laughs) <laughs> and I am very behind in my taxes, which I'm sure Chris has told you. He was aware. I think that was what the whole prank was based around. Oh, God, you know this so fucking good. I am terrified. Yeah, he, he hits you where it hurts, for sure. <laughs> He's good at this. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have shit on his water. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is all the time that has today for our podcast but tune in next week where we uh mess with some other people's heads wow i feel kind of (laughs) bad but i'm very proud of my uh my ability to convince someone that i work for a canadian revenue agency i might be able to turn this into a profitable scam i'll pass it off to you chris just fantastic all right uh here now is a quick phone conversation of myself and the person who got pranked uh discussing how they felt about this prank call some of their emotions on it and uh yeah enjoy this little wrap-up conversation i have with the pranky once again their name is blocked and uh they have had their voices hidden so you don't know who the heck this is hello hello hey sorry go ahead yeah how's it going (laughs) Oh, man, that was too good. <laughs> was it good for you? I was, at first it wasn't until I found out it was Paige. <laughs> but it was a nice relief? It was a nice relief, and then also just like, I really need to finish my text. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny if the CRA hired us to prank people into getting their shit done. Who, who hired you? The CRA hired us to try to motivate oh. you. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's such a <laughs> destroyed me. Uh, I'm glad you felt nervous. I'm glad it emotionally affected you. I was really trying to dig into your heart. <laughs> I really did. Oh man, I, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, did she read you the Miranda rights? Kind of. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a point. I think she felt bad because I was like, "Oh no, I don't make over a year," and she had said. Unfortunately, being under the poverty line doesn't really affect anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's cruel. It was cruel. 
and this is why I call. Is there a way that I don't? What are you using to edit this? Uh, these things like Audacity. So far, I've just been uploading them raw, but we can beep out your name. Okay. Here, here's my counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my voice is so recognizable, and <laughs> would I be able to pitch down my voice? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it because I think what you have is very good. Like, thinking about this conversation, it's very funny. Uh, but also, I'm hella embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would I be able to pitch down my voice? Yeah, do you know how? Yeah, I have, I have all the professional software. Sweet. Well, then, yeah, I'll send you the audio file uh, tonight. Uh, when do you think you can get it done by? Oh, by tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely push down my voice and bleed down my voice. So the only people that know that information are close friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, it'll be very funny with your pitch down voice. I'm excited to hear that version. Yeah, there's one point yeah, where Paige goes like, yeah, so this is, like, you could owe up to twenty, fifty to $20,000. And I go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Paige said that she that you seemed so nervous about it that she thought that you were in on it and that like I had told you to fuck with her to make her feel bad. Oh no, I just like so wait on my taxes. <laughs> I mean, like any sort of thing like that will just fuck with me because I'll be like, oh no, oh my god, I really made a mistake and I'm doing my taxes for like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Hey, another question. Do you think you could also pitch change your voice in the part two epilogue of the podcast? Part two epilogue? Yeah, that's what we're recording right now. <laughs> sure, yes. Sweet. I will, I will pitch... Wait, what is the part of the epilogue if people don't know who I am? What? What do you mean? Wait, so you're recording a thing right now. Yeah, this is the epilogue of the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we even said your name. Alright. Oh, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, no one knows that you're... Uh, my name is... Graham Pate. I lived in... Newfoundland. What is the place at? Scotland? Thank our Scotland man. <laughs> Newfoundland. Also, Scotland, Newfoundland, they're all the same. Yeah, they got fun voices. That's what matters. Oh, man. All right. Um, I'll get you that audio file within the next couple minutes here. And uh, next thing you know, this thing will drop tomorrow. Okay, cool. And if you ever need to pitch down any audio stuff, I have all the stuff. We'll see how personal the rest of our pranks get. I'm not sure if it'll get more personal than this, but we'll see. (laughs) It's pretty fucking personal. (laughs) Oh. Oh, it's great. All right. I'll see you next week. We'll have some. <laughs> have yeah, man, sounds good. Sorry about the prank. Glad it went well. Congratulations, you're no in trouble. Worries. If it was anyone else, I might have not. Might have cared, but uh, <laughs> and I can highly respect how good it ranks because that was insanely good. Ah, thank uh, you so much. I'm happy Paige did such a good job with it. Oh my god, you fucking got me so. I was like, oh boy. You didn't recognize her voice at all. No, I haven't heard Paige's voice in, like, two years. That'll do it. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, like, <laughs> could I bring I was like, ah, there's no voice I could do that you would be like, okay. 
No, if it was you or your mom, absolutely not. Also, I think your mom's a hothead, so she wouldn't be able to keep her cool. The <laughs> page sounded like a banker. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, thank you for that beautiful prank. My oh, pleasure. I also want to thank Casper Mattresses really quick, and uh, thanks for tuning in to the Marvin Berry Podcast. We'll talk to you later, everybody. <laughs>